Well, hello. I'm Janice McMillan, your host for the Recalibrate Your Life radio show. Welcome to my show and into a new year, 2019. You know, this is a glorious opportunity to start afresh. And if you're listening to my voice, I want to speak directly into you. And I want to ask you the question, are you ready to recalibrate? And you may ask, well, what does that mean? Well, let me explain to you in one simple word. It means turn. And if you find yourself not going where you want to go, just turn. And what better time to do it than in a new year? And that's what this show is all about, helping you to recalibrate, to go in another direction, to reboot, to turn if your life is not going it's in an optimum way or if you're not living in your optimum self or if it's not producing the type of fruit that you envision. So if you're not doing this, then I'm here to help you. So let me ask you a question. Are you in your appointed place? You know, it's hard to answer that if you don't know what to look for. So here are my three ways of determining if you are in your appointed place or your AP. Number one is you're robust with vision. You see the absolute big picture for your life. Number two, you're tired of the old thing. What used to work for you, it doesn't anymore. And number three, you're innovative. Your mind is always on overdrive because of the ideas that are being downloaded to you. Those are the three things that I believe set you apart and make you certain that you're in your appointed place. And if these things and more are not happening in your life, I would encourage you to recalibrate or turn. So today, I have the pleasure of introducing to you friend, a supporter, and a champion and producer of great initiatives. His name is Sir Charles Carey. And Sir Charles, as many of us call him, he is a peak performance strategist. And he is the only peak performance strategist in the USA who shows organizations and individuals how to design a life of uncertainty into a life of defining moments. And he uses a customized program titled Radiate the Brain and Change the Game. Charles presents keynotes, trainings, breakouts, and coaching sessions to organizations that need a shift in morale or leadership. And Charles is an amazing speaker. Since 2004, he's helped government employees infuse a greater sense of customer service and leadership. Now, unlike many speakers and trainers, Charles sees his profession as a vehicle of responsibility to deliver his best to the best and brightest clients each and every time. And as an Amazon bestseller, and with vast experience in training, presenting, and facilitating in a host of mediums, Charles is a well-known professional speaker and coach to professionals at various levels, 
and he has been featured on Ion TV, CBS, NBC, ABC, Duran, the Washington, D.C. area, WHUR Radio, and he's been on a reality show entitled The Keynote, as well as the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta, Boston, Chicago, and Detroit he's presented in those capacities. Charles' business personality type is a combination of Wayne Dyer meets Les Brown, and his clients love it. He has a warm personality and creativity that connects with audiences, and he makes his platform enjoyable and informative. I want to introduce to you my friend, my supporter, and a champion of helping people to radiate the brain, Charles Carey. Thank you, Charles, for being on my show. Hey, Janice, thank you so much for having me. I definitely appreciate the opportunity. Wow. Welcome to 2019, right? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I'm really excited that you are joining with us, and I just want to say to my Recalibrate Your Life at 50 audience, Charles and I, well, he also invites me to a lot of his uh, workshops. He does amazing work getting out his message radiate the brain and align by design. But we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Um, But I want to just open up, Charles, just by asking you, you know, you are the author of several powerful books that I've had an opportunity to, to read and just digest. And I just want to start off with just asking you, what what produced this journey for you to educate people through all of your book writing? Well, it started with almost, like you say, recalibrating, refreshing. Uh, I was in the process of recalibrating my life because of a a long stint in the music industry. And you know what they say about musicians, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Well, the drugs is the one that slowed me down and knocked me down and, you know, introduced me to my bottom. And as I began to shift from, you know, that space, I started to – you know, see things from a different lens, live life differently, feel differently. And I got the idea that I, that I wanted to write a book, and I did. I started writing this book, and all of a sudden I got writer's block. Didn't know what it was, but I wasn't feeling anything. And what it was, it was writer's block. So because I'd never written a book, you know, I just got stumped, and I stayed there. I had 40 pages, 8.5 by 11, and it just sat there until <clears> – <throat> I was introduced to another life challenge, cancer. When I became a um, when I became diagnosed, I should say, with a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, you know, something said to me, you know, you need to do something about this. So I addressed the actual issue, but I ran into one of my mentors, Dr. Willie Jolly, and he said, you need to tell your story. He said, you're singing. You're doing spoken word, you're acting, you're doing all these things. What you just went through, someone needs to hear that story. And that, became, that began the journey of taking that first book and merging it with my current circumstances. And uh, I wrote uh, Courage Facing Mortality, Cancer Wasn't My Only Obstacle. And that became an Amazon bestseller. So from then on, I learned the process and I kept moving forward. You know, that's powerful. And you know what it sounds like to me, Charles, that, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about, you know, you have to either take your pain or your pleasure 
and turn it into something that other people can benefit from. And it sounds as if you've taken your pain and what you went through and you turned it into something that you could help other people to recalibrate from. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, so that first, well, that wasn't really my first book. That was really my second book technically. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was grateful because Dr. Jolly, he did the forward for my first book as well as that book, the Amazon bestseller. Then I run into another mentor and, um, you know, Del Toro McNeil, you know, who's a, a great teacher, a great trainer. I was introduced to the keynote. You mentioned the keynote reality show, and he said, you've got to write a book if you want to be on the show. So I did, and that is my signature book. That's one of the most requested and best-selling books out of all of my books. And although I have six books, um, I, book number three, it says a lot. People seem to really like it. But, you know, I I realize, Janice, you know, as we're having this conversation that the world is in pain. So as Mm -hmm. I hear you talking about calibrate your life, I think that's right on time. And why I say that is because you already feel it. You see it, that people need to reshift, regrind, retool, reassess where they are so that they can move forward. And that's, you know, it's, it's just, I mean, all we have to do is turn on the news and you see the pain. You hear yeah. the pain. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I think it was in my spirit that um, Radiate the Brain and Change the Game, uh, which was the third book I wrote and uh, I guess, like I said, one of the best-selling books that I've written. Um, it really focuses on mindset and it focuses on um, how people can learn to understand themselves and how they can, quote, unquote, as they used to say in the old days, take the bull by the horns and take control of their lives. But as you would say, Janice, recalibrate. How can you recalibrate? And, you know, when you talk about just, you know, what's going on right now, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see what, what, what's happening. You know, there is a lot of pain. People are suffering from a lot of the um, societal um, shakings and corrections that are happening right now. And to be honest, I do believe, that these things are happening to kind of pull people further outside of their comfort zone so that they can truly get an awareness of who they are on the inside. You know, so many of us have been walking dead for so long, and we don't really know who we are on the inside. And so with these shakings, I really do believe that if you see it from another perspective, you can have an opportunity to um, create something out of all of this, you know, and that will – not only give you hope, but you can share that hope to someone else, don't you think? I totally agree. I totally agree. I think that's the perspective that needs to be obtained. I think that, um, at well, we're in the 21st century. This is 2019. And I guess my point is, with your mission, what you do, with my mission and what I do, you know, when I get a keto and I go out there to speak in, the several entrepreneurs that are speakers, trainers, authors, and coaches, I think at this time we are needed for that specific purpose. Now, I'm not saying there's nothing else that we can do or should do, but I think that should be a number one priority to society, that we are able to heal people with our gifts. You know, for those of us that know that 
our um, talent, skill, and ability is the gift that was given to us for the benefit of others, I think we really need to have a sense of focus that the responsibility is for us to use that gift for the benefit of others because of the atrocities, because of the downtrodden mindset, because of all the hurt and anguish, because of the lost dreams. I mean, I'm human. I, I feel bad or sad sometimes, too, and I have to remember, okay, we've been made and do it for a night, but I have got to get up and do my thing. Maybe I'm, I'm meant for the, the big stage today. Maybe tomorrow I won't be meant for the big stage. So whatever platform I'm on, I've got to do my best on that platform at that time. And you are. I'm here to say um, to my audience, you absolutely are. And if you've just tuned in, this is Janice McMillan, your host for the Recalibrate Your Life at 50 Radio Show. And I'm here today talking to Sir Charles Carey, who's a phenomenal speaker, leader in um, marketplace ministry and market, marketplace business. And, um, you know, Charles, you, you talk about alignment in many of your books. And so I want you to first explain what you mean by alignment. And second, how important is it to pursuing your right life assignment? Well, I think it's ultimately important because, like I say, everyone's put here on this planet uh, for a reason, and we all don't realize our gift or nurture our gift at the same time. But there comes a point in your life when it's time for you to utilize that specific thing because of whatever you're going through, whatever you've gone through, or whatever you're about to go through. And the fact of the matter is, I, you know, I, I did a video, I don't even remember when. You know, I think I have done almost everything that I hate to not hate to say it, I have to say it. I've done almost everything that God has intended for me to be good at. Now, I may not be great at it, but I'm genuinely interested, I'm talented in it, and I'm, you know, just meant to do that thing. And I'm talking about spoken word poetry. I'm talking about acting. I'm talking about singing. I'm talking about speaking and talking about writing, um, whether it's books or whatever. I've written six books. I've written in four different genres. I've written spoken word. I've written uh, a memoir. I've done a how-to book, and I've written a resource book. And I'm not trying to sound like I'm trying to impress anyone. I'm just trying to impress upon you that I have worked in the area of my gifting. And it's all, of course, helping the people, and it's all in helping people. And the key for me, as you mentioned alignment, you know, my next book, After Radiate the Brain and Change the Game, is called Aligned by Design, Linked into Your Legacy. Well, that gift you have is designed for you. You're directly aligned according to your gift, but Many of us don't use it. Many of us don't uh, breathe life into it. Many of us don't massage it. Many of us don't exercise it. So we're still feeling unfulfilled because we're not where we're designed to be. So what do you do about that? Well, what do you do about it is there's several things, honestly. Yeah, you know, and this is a, a thing that's unfortunately kind of challenging for a society today. You know, there's so many distractions. You've got media. You've got um, um, 
different other things. You've got um, uh, uh, news. You've got the radio. You've got movies and videos and all that kind of thing. And the truth of the matter is you have got to learn how to find your gift. And your uh-huh. gift is really easy for you. You can find it through a coach. You can find uh-huh. it through a book. Uh, you yeah. can find it by going to conferences, workshops. Uh, you can find it by speaking to a therapist, speaking to your pastor. There's so right. many ways to reset and recalibrate yourself um, to get where you're supposed to go. And it's a process. You must respect the process. Right. Mm, that's good. Respect the process. Now, you know, so many people say, oh, well, you know, this person is from out of this environment. You know, I mean, they're never going to change or whatever. You know, you hear that a lot. And so I want to ask, you know, does environment play a big part in someone reaching their destiny or not reaching their destiny? Because you're talking about, you know, everybody has this gifting and they've been designed for a specific um, purpose in life. Well, if you are in an environment that's not encouraging that, I mean, how how strong does encourage how strong does environment play a part in it? You're reaching your destiny. Well, the truth of the of the matter is that most people are a product of their environment, and that's not always a good thing. Sometimes that's a horrible thing because their environment um, will challenge them to no end. And if you are a weak-minded person, a person with a weak temperament or character, or easily led astray, unfortunately, that person will have a serious uphill battle in their life. I mean, I can't put it any easier or any nicer. The point is, the weaker you are or the more, how would you say, common in your presence, the harder the challenge is for you. And unfortunately... Uh, you're going to really have to work through some stuff. You may have, have to dig deep to get around or get over some stuff or to get through some stuff uh, to really become the best you, to see that the way you've been doing it for the last 20, 30, 40, or even 50 years, it's all wrong. Oh. And now it's required for you to do it differently, to see it differently, to process it differently. And, again, the way you come to that is almost the same way you come to your gifting. Sometimes you have to go to a meeting. Sometimes it's a teleseminar, a teleconference, a webinar, a book. Um, YouTube University, you may stumble upon uh, some type of inspiration. I mean, there's just a lot of options, but it's going to be difficult for a person that's in an uh, environment that doesn't feed it or fuel it, and that's so sad. And some people, they will even fight you. They'll say they want to get out of it, but they're going to fight you so that they stay in it. Wow. And we've seen that, too. You know, we've seen that. (laughs) You know, um, I mean, and you hear about it on the 7, the 9, the 11 o'clock news oftentimes. You know, it's it's that same embedded kind of, uh, uh, what do I want? What do I want to call it? Behavior, you know, and that's when when you're repeating certain behaviors over and over and over again. That's telling that person that's observing you is I like I like being here. I'm, I'm not really ready to move outside of this. I don't want to push my ten pegs out any further because I'm uncomfortable in this place of yes. self sabotaging and low low thinking. And and so what I want to ask you is. 
you know, when you talk about process, you have to, it requires a process. A process requires for us to change our minds, correct? And that's why you talk a lot about a lot, uh, um, align, align your brain. You know, you talk about, you know, align by design. You know, that has to take place in the mind, correct? Yeah, um, honestly, you have to have a, it's like almost when you, a person is on drugs, right? Sometimes you have to be at your bottom to realize that you have to shift, that you mm-hmm. need to change, that you need to recalibrate. And it does start with your mindset. You know, I always say the right mindset is all you need. Um, if you're, let's, for example, I don't know, if you're on drugs, let's use that as an example. Or if you are, you have a grave illness, and you've been living wildly and uh, so carefree. Well, because of that grave illness or because of uh, being on drugs or because maybe now you got to go to jail, now you're starting to be faced with a different level of seriousness. You're starting to be faced with a different level of uh, or a different reality, bottom line, and you're saying, oh, my God, is this where I'm at? And mm-hmm. once that reality sets in, it's time to make a decision. Do you want the same results, keep doing the same thing, or do you really want to change? And if you want to change, you must take advantage of that opportunity, and it may come in fear. It may come in sadness. It may come in joy. But the point is you have to recognize it when it's slapping you upside your head, when it punches you in the mouth, when it kicks you and it's got its foot on your throat, because if you don't, you're allowing yourself to be set up to be blown out because it's hard to come back from a deficit when you're not even, you know, and I say this all the time, most people are not willing to participate in their own rescue. Well, wow. if it starts in the mind, yeah, if it start, they, they're not. But if it starts in the mind and you ignore that thought, that thinking, there's, I, you know, it's really hard to come back. I'm, that's why I say I'm so grateful because I was on drugs for over 20-some-odd years, and I did mm-hmm. every drug except for intravenous drugs. Mm-hmm. So smoking, drinking, snorting, pills, um, you name it, I did it. But mm-hmm. today, where am I? I've traveled around the country, traveled around the world, uh, spoken to corporations, fortune companies, written six books, and I'm not saying, again, to brag. I'm saying I am no better than the common homeless person on the street. I made a decision, and decisions start in the mind. That's why I say right. your brain and change the game, and you will hmm. become aligned. Identify with what you're aligned by design. Wow. Identify what you've been aligned by design. That sounds so very simple. I mean, it, it's not a 10-step 10 10 step process. It's not something that you got to fast about for 50 days. Do what you've been aligned by design, which means that, you know, it, it's going to be something that's going to stir on the inside of you. You know, you can't really sleep. You know, you can't, you know, you might be over here, but it always draws you back over to there, you know, or you know, it's, it's, you might even want to shelve it, put it on the shelf. But somehow or another, yeah. God is going to bring, bring that thing back to you and say, remember. And it's so funny that you say that, too, because I was speaking to a woman and, um, the other day. And, and now you know, Charles, that I have 
I've written books. But for the past right. few months, I haven't really been in that lane of writing books. I've been producing other things. And she said to me, she said, remember, you know, remember to, you know, finish writing your book. And I looked at her and I said, well, how did you know? She said, that just kind of dropped in me, you know, and the oracle over my life is to write books and to use those books to expand and produce different babies. So that's my aligned by design. So God was reminding me, me get back, get back in place. Get back that's in right. Place. You are by design to write. That's, that's your gift or your tool to, to march through the world and to use or to uplift and to empower other people. Now, in my book, Aligned by Design, what I talk about, because I think this is really important, I talk about several things. I talk about the importance of understanding personality types. I think this is critical because yeah. many times we have conflict with people or um, sometimes we really have a, a good kinship with people we never ask why when it's positive, but when it's negative, we always wonder why. I can't stand her. Oh. And probably the reason is because you are alike in some way that you don't realize. Maybe they are beating you to the point or to the punch as it relates to a particular thing, and you're feeling outdone, and it's causing you to be a, feel uh, animosity towards that person, whereas in reality, you may realize later on, I know why I am at odds with this person. Now you may see a way to be complimentary towards them, but people don't walk around thinking that way. So personality types, it's really important to understand what the personality types are, understand the personality types that you deal with, and most importantly, you should understand your own personality type. Now that's Absolutely. critical. In addition to understanding personalities, I talk about something that I've never heard. It's a phrase that I've, called, I've coined called critical in-depth analysis. Now, I know, Janice, I know that you're a coach. You know, I'm a coach. I've done some coaching. Um, but the truth of the matter is we don't always need a crutch or a coach. Sometimes if you're honest with yourself, you need critical in-depth analysis. Okay, Charles, well, what the heck is that? Critical in-depth analysis, I know, right? It's the process <laughs> being able to be honest with yourself and self-assessing what you do, how you do, why you do, the good, mm. the bad, in between. Now, it takes a lot to look at yourself and say, you know what? I'm a selfish person. Or you know mm. what? I'm a selfless person. But you know what? If you're analyzing yourself, and you can be honest with yourself first, it, it can begin to become easier to be honest with other people about either how you are or how you're able to deal with them. Right. And again, people don't walk around thinking that way or having those open-minded uh, conversations about themselves because... I'm not going to put myself down. I'm not going to talk bad about myself to other people. That's the common mindset. Yes, it is. And it's like putting a mirror up. You have to put the mirror up and say, well, who, who am I really? And, you know, I believe there is a statement out there that says, who you are when there's no one else around is the best indicator of, of who you are, you know, because you're operating within your authenticity 
authenticity, <laughs> you know, and when you operate within your authenticity, you know, there are going to be some things that are going to come out that might not look that pretty that you're going to have to be forced yep. to deal with, correct? Exactly. Exactly. I had an opportunity, you know, I like, uh, there's a certain drink I like, a uh, beverage, like a juice. And uh, I had a friend, he worked at the store, and he was giving me the juice. And he said, oh, don't worry about it, man, because I know these things cost a lot of money, man. I know you like this flavor. So he was giving it to me. And I got used to taking it, and then I said, wow, but suppose that was one of my books. And oh. somebody was giving my stuff away. So every time he would give me a, a beverage, I would say, man, um, I started feeling uneasy about it. And the simple answer is if you feel uneasy about it, then you don't do it. Right. Simple. Pay for it. Or say, thank you, not this time. Don't take it all the time. Don't make it become a habit. So, you know, you have to be, that's part of also, that's also a big part of, critical in-depth analysis. Are you allowing yourself to adopt habits that are unhealthy or that can get out of control? So when you talk about that and you said that, you know, oftentimes we don't really need, you know, that, um, that person on the outside to help us on the inside, that we need to use the critical in-depth analysis approach. Um, but what if, you know, you, you need to have, you know, what if you come to the realization that I'm, I'm an overeater, you know, and I'm, I don't like myself. I don't like the fact that I don't know how to stop. And I don't, and now that I know that I'm this type of person, you know, what, what is my next step? How, how am I going to get the kind of assistance? Should I go to a coach at this point? Should I go to a mentor at this point? Where should I go? Well, to be honest with you, Critical in-depth analysis probably will be adopted by very few people, and most people will be on the side um, that you're describing. What does a person do who does not have that self-control or the ability to honestly analyze themselves? Or maybe they can analyze themselves, but they can't implement what it takes to refrain from a particular action. Excellent point in perspective. Now, the truth of the matter is, that person probably does need a coach, a mentor, someone to hold them accountable. Now, what they can do if they're really smart, here's a way of being sly without hurting anyone, tell on yourself. For example, okay. if you're married or you have a sibling, you know, you say to your brother, your sister, hey, Anthony, if you see me getting more than two beers, let me know because I really – after two beers, I know I'm no more good. I'm not going to want to work anymore. Or I know I shouldn't drive. Or I know my attention. I will lose interest in the business meeting. So if I go to lunch, a business lunch, and I have more than two drinks, you know, you have to tell on yourself so someone can help pull your coat. And it doesn't matter whether it's food, alcohol, sex, gambling, whatever the thing you know you have a problem with, you can always get someone to pull your coat. You go to Atlantic City. Hey man, look, I got a, I got a, I just got my income tax. I ain't trying to lose my mind. Do me a favor. I left a couple of bucks in my account. Hold my ATM card. Don't give it back to me, or lock it up in the room. You know, whatever you need to do, create that strategy to prevent yourself from um, doing harm 
or are going beyond your means. Now, that's, that's just a self-analysis um, or a self-strategic approach. Sometimes you literally may have to have a counselor, a, 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 um, a, a mentor. You may have to really say to your pastor or someone in your place of worship, um, you know, I have a problem with this. I really need to speak to someone on an ongoing basis until I can get better because I am that good right now. Right. Well, if you've just tuned in, you're listening to the Recalibrate Your Life at 50 Radio Show on the WDJYFM radio station. I'm your host, Dennis McMillan, and I'm so excited. Today I have with me Sir Charles Carey. He is an amazing professional speaker and coach and leader uh, to, to millions. I'm, I'm saying that, Charles, millions, okay? <laughs> and um, yes, we're talking today. <laughs> I'm talking to, we're talking today about something hopefully that you'll be able to pull from. And I don't know about you. For those that are listening to this broadcast, I hope you have a pen and paper out because I am certainly writing notes down, and I hope you are too. But we're going to take our first break, and we'll be right back with the Recalibrate Your Life at 50 radio show. Thank you for listening. This is Janice McMillan, your host for the Recalibrate Your Life at 50 radio show. And today I am so excited because I do have one of my favorite people on my show talking and inspiring and motivating and really helping people to be pushed into their next level. Uh, This is 2019, and that's what it's all about, you know, repositioning and recalibrating. And I have a guest today that's hopefully will help you to do that. And before the break, we were talking about critical in-depth analysis and all of the things that you have to do to put the mirror in front of you and look and check yourself out. These are my layman's terms. Check yourself out and see what are, my, what are the things that I need to do to, to turn and really acknowledge the things that are going on in my life that I might need additional uh, help with or just, you know, acknowledgement. Because before you need help, you need acknowledgement. So, Charles, let's talk about teams. You know, um, how important is it to build a team around you who support your vision and purpose in life? And I just want to say before you answer that, you know, I I have witnessed you build a phenomenal team. I mean, when I'm in that presence and I'm seeing you walking and rolling and doing your thing, you know, I say to myself, this man has put together a, a, a cadre of people who are, you know, just are aligned with his design, and they say yes to it. So let's talk about that. Absolutely. You know, when you're in a particular industry or when you have shown yourself to have a certain level of integrity as it relates to what you do or what when something means a lot to you, sometimes that does the talking for you. People see what you're about. They see the platforms you're on. And when you address them about working with you or maybe even doing something for you, it makes it a lot easier because they've seen your consistent behavior, so it makes uh, makes you more attractive to be aligned with. There goes that word again. <laughs> um, and the thing is, when it comes to team, 
you know, when you're doing an event, for example, that's really critical. You know, everyone needs to know their role. But I always try to emphasize that planning is the key. It's the key to making something, an event, a, a, a book, a, um, whatever the thing is you're working on or working towards, planning is the key instrument that will allow it to work out because you have enough time to filter out the people and the problems because in the end it always looks good. But the process of getting there is where you scrape up your knuckles and get your knees scraped up and, you know, you have to climb that hill and you're, th you're out of breath and you're thirsty. But when you finally get to the top, you can stand up and <sighs> take that deep breath and move forward. But the All thing right. I know I can, I can be honest with you, um, for me, the team concept, behind the scenes, when it's not about an event, it's something that I'm even challenged with. No, I do have resources in the place of a steady team. And today, that's one of the benefits of technology and the benefits of um, being an entrepreneur today. You need to know, if you don't have people that you pay, as in a regular team that's on your payroll, you need to have resources that you can pay to get the work done that you need to get done. And that's something that I'm even going to do more of in 2019. You know, there are virtual assistants. There are websites with um, uh, people that are contractors that will do different types of work for you. And I have been using them uh, for years, but I need to have, for myself, I need to have a select group for select actions. And for me, again, I like working with people that I have a, a good experience with. So if you cannot afford to pay people on a payroll, learn what resources you need, find those websites, mm -hmm. and favorite the people that do well for you and make them your team. So I'm talking about like Upwork and maybe Fiverr for some people, depending right. on the level of your budget and the level of the quality that you're trying to um, uh, to get out of this project, you know, there's so many people that do things. They're editors, they're proofreaders, they're um, uh, distributors, they're um, accountants. There's so many different things that a business consists of. It just depends on what does your business need. Right. And, I, you know, that is so very true. Um, you can't do everything. And you have to move yourself out of, I, I'm the only one that can do this, or, you know, I, it's, the buck stops with me. You know, you've got to be able to position yourself where you are either building a team who are aligned with you and using resources that are not, that are, in line with what your resource bank is. You know, I mean, I personally use a lot of those myself. Um, in 2019, it is my goal to build my tribe. That's my goal, to do that, you know. Right. And what I've witnessed just from you, you, you have a synergy that, that happens with your team. And um, where does that synergy come from? I mean, what are you doing to make sure that synergy and that alignment is happening because everybody is excited when they're working with you. How do you make that happen? 
Well, you know, I kind of grew up with television from the old days. I also grew up with in a time that, you know, you saw the finished product from either stage, again, television, and things were done seemingly in the way they're supposed to be done, but they were done in a manner that looked so neat and executed so properly. So I grew up speaking a certain way. I grew up with a, a, a vision. I'm an idealistic person, so I thought it would be ideal to look a particular way, speak a particular way, dress a particular way, have a particular job, and I think I actually grew into that type of person. Now, here's the thing. <clears throat> Although that was my mindset as a little boy and even as a young man, I also became a professional failure. And in becoming a professional failure, I made a lot of mistakes. I made a, I mean, I had a lot of mistakes, meaning that not spending the money right, trusting people when they were not trustworthy, um, turning left when I should have turned right, running when I should have stood still. And I think that that's where you get the polish because you knew or you learned, wow, I won't run again just for the sake of running because everyone else is running. I'm going to stand still and this thing through. Or, you know what, this person, I've been asking them time and time again, and they say yes, 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 and they don't show forward. I'm not going to spend any more time with this person. You, your energy, I believe in vibrations also, Janice. Your yes. energy relates and vibrates and reverberates, re, this reverb, um, with people who have synergy, you know, and when someone is of the same mindset, you don't have to force them to do anything, you know. So what's attractive is a person or people that want to get to the same goal, the same end result, which is usually success, you know, mm-hmm. and success is measurable. I already know that. Success is different for different people, but the point of it all is you want a good ending, you know, so for me and for you, you know, we speak, we do workshops, you know, we're authors, you know, we're, we're coaches. So in that vein, I want to work with people who are of the same level or better. If they're better than where I'm at or higher or more astute than I am, I want to get there to also learn as well as to execute. If we're on the same level, let's get out there and make some money and, and, and execute. If you're not on that level, well, let me show you how you can make money on my level and execute. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So you know my show is for the, the pre-post-50 individual, man or woman. And I know that uh, there are people under the sound of our voices that are listening and they're gleaning and um, they're, they're, they're taking in what we're talking about. And so how do they at this point in their life change the game if they've been going down the same path for so long? Or what if they shelled the thing that is their highest heart desire? You know, what do you have to say to them, Charles? Well, honestly, I'll be honest with you. We're starting off a new year, and I, you know, I, I, I know I can't touch everybody. It's like you can't reach everybody. But if there's anyone that hears this broadcast in real time or on a replay, and you're really interested in 
changing your circumstances, I'm going to tell you right now, reach out to me. However, if you reach out to me, I play hardball. And what does that mean? That means that I'm going to hold you accountable. That means that if you really want change in your life, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you what you do. And not that you're a child, but you have to be accountable if you claim to really want it. Whatever the it is, it's different for everyone. But the, the foundation of success doesn't change. The foundation is the same. The thing that changes is the content that you put into that foundation. So in other words, for example, if you're trying to learn about a particular topic, well, there may be a webinar. You have to stay up for that webinar. It doesn't matter what the webinar is about. Um, there may be, for instance, most people in business have business cards. Well, it doesn't matter what your industry is. You're still going to need business cards. So those are things when I say foundation, there's certain things that don't change. The only thing that changes is the person and the content, the thing that makes that person unique. So now you don't have to work with me. Or that's, that's a given. But if there is someone in your immediate area that you would like to work with or that you'd like to groom yourself behind, mm-hmm. approach them. Ask them online. Uh, follow them. Look at their, uh, their social media uh, feed. Look at their YouTube channel. Now, that's not going to make you the professional you need to be if you're doing it from a distance, but at least it puts you in the mindset. You see, in order to get the success you want, you're going to have to have skin in the game. If you mm. don't have skin in the game, I'm telling you right now, you're just living a fantasy. Wow. Most of my clients, they're out there doing the thing. They're on radio shows. They're writing books. They're creating product, audio programs, doing conferences. And I know from experience, you can talk about it all day, but if you're not going to be about it, you're just talking. It's, the, the, it's meaningless. Right. And I, and I believe that in this 2019, you know, so many of us, you know, we get to the end of the year and retire, we're exhausted, but this is a prime time right now to write the vision and make it plain, you know. If, if you've not mm-hmm. thought about yeah. even writing a vision board, you know, if that's the level of where you are, write it out. Put a vision board together. You know, at least that will give you an opportunity to see what you've written and write it off, you know, as you go through and you make the plan towards it because you can plan. You know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to trust God as if he's just going to, you know, come down and take your arms and legs and just, walk you through. No, you can, pl- you can plan. You can put hands and feet to whatever it is that's in your heart to do, you know, and then you walk it out. And if that's not the right direction, you'll be, you'll be guided to go to the right. You'll be guided to go to the left. But start walking. Start walking, which mm-hmm. is so very key. Now that, 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 that leads towards discernment. Now, I know some people don't have it or don't know how to tap into it. I should put it like that. But mm-hmm. Uh, a spiritual person, you probably will appreciate quiet and tranquility. Yeah. Don't take quiet and tranquility as in doing nothing. Try, quiet and tranquility is not doing nothing. What it is, it's literally recalibrating. It's resting. It's preparing. It's mm. positioning yourself to receive because if you're a spiritual person, 
I'm sure you've prayed some prayers. I'm sure you've wished some thoughts. I'm sure you wanted some things. And if you're, again, a spiritual person, I'm not trying to preach to you, but I'm just telling you what I know. If you're a spiritual person, the best ways to get those answers is by being still, by being quiet. So as Janice mentioned, you know, you'll be led, you will be led, but you must be connected with whatever it is that you may believe in. Now, if from a non-spiritual approach, quiet still will serve you. That's how you get those new ideas. Oh, you know what? I sent that email off and I forgot to sign my name. Oh, you know what? I should have had this new video that everyone has been raving about. So the next time you send the email, you'll add a link to the video. Whatever the thing is, small or large, listen, all I know is this. If you want a thing bad enough, you'll fight for it. And if you want a thing bad enough and it's meant for you, just be still in your thinking sometimes. Don't try to keep up with what every single person is doing. Don't try to keep up with all the trends and all the fads. It's not necessarily for you. It may be for me, but it may not be for you. Absolutely. And, you know, and I also want to piggyback on this and just say, in order to really quiet your environment, you have to really, from a practical perspective, quiet your environment. You're going to have to turn the television off. You might not, um, you might not need to answer that phone, you know, because that phone call might lead to an hour in conversation. You might have to turn the radio off. You might have to just, you know, find your quiet place and just be still. And just wait for instruction. Sometimes, you know. I know. Or I know. We are. Say that again. Or turn a deaf ear to a meaningless conversation. You know, when the people are talking about the water cooler or the coffee club, and they're <laughs> yes. really just talking about what happened on Scandal. I mean, right? don't get me wrong. I like Scandal. I like some of these programs, even some of the programs that are not. I'll say virtuous for lack of a better word, because I can discern what's for me and what's not for me. I like them from the action or the entertainment perspective, not necessarily the deep or the depths of the content, which is sometimes derogative. You know, it's just interesting to me. It doesn't have any deeper meaning. But if I watch Scandal every episode, haves and have-nots every episode, um, uh, power, <clears throat> all these ty- types of programs, I wouldn't have been able to write six books. I wouldn't have been able to travel around the country. I wouldn't have been able to create the graphics and the conferences and the online uh, presence that I have. Why? Because I would have been too engaged, and I wouldn't have had anything valuable to share. Powerful. I hope you guys are listening to this. You know, this is uh, Janice McMillan, your host for the Recalibrate Your Life radio show. And, you know, it is my goal every week to provide content that's going to help you to make a decision in your life that's going to help you to get down your yellow brick road. I mean, no matter where you are in life, but since my audience is pre-post 50, I want to engage you 
and I want your mind to be open to a whole new thing in this 2019 year. Yeah, we just started this thing out, and we have about, you know, we, we got 360, well, how many? 300 and something more days that we need to be able to uh, really make it count. You know, we're, we're going to go for the gold this year in all that we do. And then, you know, um, Charles, I always, you know, when I'm always engaged in a, a, a great conversation, I look at the time and I'm like, okay, I'm getting to a point where my show, you know, I'm, I'm getting to the end of my show, but I want you to be able to talk about um, you follow the for what pattern for your life. Please share with my readers what the for what are. Well, I'll say this. I'll start with who. I can't say what, but I'll say who. You need to know who you are. Mm -hmm. You need to know who you are. And I don't mean your name and how old you are, but I mean what makes you tick. Maybe that's a word, right? (laughs) What makes you tick on the inside? You need to know that's part of the who. The who and what is all in one. Who are you? Like what really makes you tick? What makes you excited? That's, that's really uh, critical. You need to know, here's, a, here's another one, where it is you want to go. I hope you're writing this down. Where it is you want to go. So in other words, what do you want? That's another word. I came for the what from the back end. Right. <laughs> so, what do you want? Right. You need to know what also does it take to obtain that thing or those things. You also need to know what is required of you. In other words, not just, okay, I want to be, for example, this is a really introductory um, example, but, okay, I want to be a business person, so I'm going to get some business cards. Okay, what else? Mm. It means you have to learn that you need to be an expert or be quite proficient in a particular area. Once you become quite proficient, there's still some things you need to learn. And I was talking about this because there are certain people out in the world as entrepreneurs who don't get it. You need good customer service skills. You need to know what it is to show up on time. Now, I don't mean at the hour of the appointment, but early. You need to know about being prepared. You need to know about appearing right. You have the right uniform. If you are a business person, that's probably a suit. If you are a layman, that may literally be a uniform. You need your toolkit. If you're a business person, it's probably your laptop and your attaché case with your marketing materials. If you're a layman, that really may be hard tools because you're a plumber. You're an electrician. You're a carpenter, you have a hammer, you have nails, you've got screws. It's, look, don't do it if you don't love it, whatever mm-hmm. your is. Because people think, oh, I'm on something on business. Do they have an idea of what it consists of? Right. Mm. Don't do it if you don't love it. I just wrote that down, Okay. <laughs> I just wrote it down. Thank you. (laughs) You know, Charles, as always, I love, I mean, I love receiving from you. 
because you, mm-hmm. your the mantle that's on your life is of knowledge and education. You impart such amazing knowledge and education for people, and if if people don't get it when you impart it, then that's on them. Okay, I have taken advantage of this time with you to receive, and um, and I hope you out there have received something out of this show today. Charles, I just want to say thank you for being an amazing guest on my show, and I need you to share where guests can learn more about you and what you do. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I am all over social media as Sir Charles Carey, uh, meaning twitter.com forward slash Sir Charles Carey, Instagram, uh, and LinkedIn, and Sir Charles Carey. The Carey is spelled C-A-R-Y, Sir Charles C-A-R-Y. Now, if you want to go to the website to see what else that I've done and, you know, um, to get a more deeper uh, a view of where I've spoken, who I've spoken with, see some of the videos and testimonials, you can go directly to the official website, which is Sir Charles Carey. Inc.com. That's Sir Charles Carey, Inc.com. If you're trying to reach out to me, please go to the contact page and send me a message or go to one of the social media platforms and send me a message. I'm on Facebook regularly as well as LinkedIn. And please, I hope you were listening. Um, that's Sir Charles Carey Inc. Inc.com. And Charles, give the rest of your, your URLs once more. Sure. It's www.sircharlescareyinc.com. Now, if you just want to show, I want to have another website. There's a much, it's an abbreviated site. That's <clears throat> charlescarey.net. Uh, Charles. Right. A-R-Y dot net. Charles, thank you, Sir Charles. Thank you so much for being a part of my Recalibrate Your Life at 50 radio show. I know that you have made a, a, um, a mark on the listening ears for this show. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. had a great time with you. I look forward to uh, other opportunities through 2019 and I think it would be great for us to do a workshop or something like that in the past, and maybe this year we can make it a reality. A reality. Absolutely, absolutely. So as I close, I just want to encourage you, my audience, to do something bigger, something that will require you to push your 10 pegs out just a little bit further so that you can walk out the vision for your life on a whole new level. 2019 is about doing it on a whole new level. And I want, you to encu- I want to encourage you to work in collaboration with God to bring something that is amazing during this season. So as we settle into a new year and a new season, don't be afraid of better options for your life. I want you to choose you. Put you number one on your list, okay? You know, you've come this far. I don't want you to stop now because I want you to remember The best is yet to come. So thank you for listening to the Recalibrate Your Life at 50 radio show. 
All that I do is about helping women or men recalibrate, and that's the turn, to go in a new direction, to reboot, and to renew their choices in life. That's what this show is all about. And if life coaching is a major component of, of what you need, that's what I do. And I invite you to check out that by um, going to my website, www.janicemcmillan.com. And there you'll find some specialized coaching programs that target specific areas you may find yourself in. So let's say if you want to write a book, I have a coaching program that will help you start that process. You know, if you're unmarried, a post-50 woman who wants to redesign her life to have more contentment and satisfaction, I have coaching for you. Or if you're in need of life movement because you've been, you know, sedentary and a poor eater over the years, I have coaching for you too. And these are coaching programs that are specific to how I had to overcome. And they will also help you to overcome as well because I don't believe that I can coach out of something that I'm not familiar with. So, again, go to www.JaniceMcMillan.com and sign up today for the program that best suits you. And I also want to invite you to a health and wellness retreat that I'm hosting Tuesday, August 27th to Friday, August 30th in the Sahara Nevada Mountains in beautiful Lake Tahoe. I want you to become a part of my Recalibrate Your Life tribe. And this is a great opportunity to experience an intimate wellness getaway with your BFF who can help you in this life-changing event. And so why do I say BFF? Because I'm hosting it with my BFF. And if you don't know what that means, it's your best friend. It's the intimate getaway and accountability. So for more information, please go to www.jmarietravels.com slash getaway, getaways, and this may be what you need to recalibrate into your appointed place. As always, thank you for listening. I'm Janice McMillan, and I want you to tune in every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, on the Recalibrate Your Life at 50 radio show for more exciting broadcasts. Remember, it's not over until... It's over.